Willow Astor. Welcome back to the fall edition of Living in the Pages. This week I speak with New York Times bestselling author Lexi Blake. We discuss an 80,000 word day, being our own worst critics, and the way she stores time in a bottle. Good morning, Lexi. Good morning. Hi, how are you this morning? I'm great. How are you, Willow? I'm doing really well. I've been on a little summer break, and you are my first guest back. That's always fun to get back in the groove. Yeah, welcome. Thank you for having me. What part of the world are you in? I am in Texas. Are you? In very, very ridiculously hot Texas. Oh, I've been hearing it so hot this week. Yeah, the temperature, you know, you can, you can, Obviously, the Weather Channel has like the real temperature of it. I just come back from a walk and it told me the temperature was already 104. Oh my And it goodness. is 11 a.m. Oh. And it's muggy because it rained a couple of days ago. Yeah. I'm so impressed <laughs> you're walking in that. <laughs> Ready for fall. So you've been for a walk this morning. What else have you been up to? Uh, already started writing. I write best in the morning. So do you? That is pretty much it. Yeah, I do. I'm a morning person. How early do you get started? Well, I like, I would prefer to get started by about seven. Mm-hmm. This morning, I took a little longer. <laughs> so it was about <laughs> 830. But yeah, I've already gotten my walk in and I've, I've done some email and, a, and some, some of my word count for the day. That was my next question. Do you have a set word count you go for every day and then you're done? Or do you just see how far you can go? No, I do. I have a set word count that I need to catch. Now, that doesn't mean that I won't keep going mm-hmm. if I'm feeling it. But there are times when, you know, the muse is not there. And because this is my whole job, you kind of have to press through. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I I try to do about 3,000 words a day. So what do you do when the words aren't coming? How do you press through it? I have done this so many times that, you know, if you know what the scene is, you can struggle, but you can get through it. Mm -hmm. it. It's kind of one of those things where, you know, the first 10 times I wrote a book, it was really hard. I'm on number I want to say 72. Yes, I was trying to count them. I lost track around 70. I was going to see if you knew exactly how many. So it's it's That's amazing. It's somewhere in there. After so much of that, it's kind of ingrained Mm -hmm. what you need to do in a scene. Um, You might have to go back and and work out some of the kinks with it, but you can at least get the framework of it down. Tell me how you got started and how long you've been doing this. Um, I've been writing my whole life. i really started making up stories when I was about five years old. Mm-hmm. I got into journalism and, and short story writing about then. I had my first play produced when I was 17. Oh, wow. How fun. Yeah. And it was local stuff. And then I had some regional theaters do some, but from about 16 to 22, I wrote a lot of plays. Okay. I got married and had kids mm-hmm. and that kind of went by the wayside for a little while. Um, I wrote a couple of books that will forever be under my bed <laughs> in that time. But yeah. um, by the time I was, I started publishing at 37. Okay, wow. Uh, but I had written nine books at the time. I'd written nine books before I ever started publishing. And I had done a bunch of comic books work. Oh, so, fun. Yeah. So you're a, a great artist as well? Oh, no, 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 no. Just I the wrote, writing for it? Yes. Okay. Yes. The great artist came in and made everything pretty. <laughs> nice. So it sounds like you truly have always loved writing. Absolutely. That makes me so happy. I love that you're so successful with it. You know, it's one of those things where you kind of, if 
it's like an acting. There are some people who give you a advice and it's if you can do anything else try to do it because mm-hmm. it's a really hard road <laughs> it is but I, I couldn't yeah I couldn't do anything else and I was very lucky because I had a very very supportive husband who had a great job at the time mm-hmm. so I had the ability to stay home and work on writing for 10 years before I even started publishing that is so great when you start a series do you know the end? Do you have the end in sight or do you just let it come as you're writing? Um, I generally know a little bit about where I want to go. Sometimes that last scene will be in my head even stronger than anything else. That is oftentimes when I get in the middle and realize I have to kill that scene. Mm-hmm. If you know if you know what I'm saying. Yep. Like, if I'm even in just a singular book, I'll have like a scene that I know I want that I'm working towards. And when I'm stuck, it's because I'm stuck on that Mm. and I have Mm -hmm. to let it go. So generally I know, I tend to know, like if I'm writing a Masters of Mercenaries book and it's got an overarching plot, I generally know who the bad guy is going to end up being. And I generally know who's going to end up with who, Mm -hmm. but I also like to find where it takes me. And that can be some of the most satisfying times when you you find this place. Yeah, the surprises. Figure things out. Yeah. So your latest one just came out August 6th. Is that right? Yes. Lost in You. Congratulations. Thank you. Did you have a muse for this book? This particular one, Robert has been around. Robert, the hero, McClellan is the hero. He's been around for a long time. Sometimes it's really fun to write those characters who you kind of have known, who've been in the background for, Mm -hmm. in my case, like I think he's been in the background for like six books, maybe more. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's very challenging because... You kind of know them, but you don't really. And then you're, okay, it's his book. And right. <laughs> he was actually very easy to write. Good. You know, I, I found some things out about him. I didn't know because he's got a very placid surface. Huh. And sometimes that covers up a lot. So he was fun to write. Do I have, a, like, inspiration? I don't typically have that. They're usually in my head. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't have, like... I wrote an entire character uh, in Masters of Mercenaries based on Stephen Amell in Green Arrow. (laughs) I really did. If you go through, he's an actor who who, um, plays a TV character named Dart, and everybody makes fun of him. (laughs) So I've had that in the past. With this, no, Robert kind of just resided in my head. Sometimes it's easier when they're like that, I think. Yeah, I do too. When When you're not trying to force fit them into something. Yep. Do you have any writing rituals, like candles or music I have weird rituals that involve (laughs) but they all involve like um like keeping count of what I do like productivity Mm. so I do this really weird thing I started it several years back and um, everybody who comes into my office is like why so I keep count my daily word count and I keep my sprint count on these little post-it notes. They're colorful post-it notes. Uh And then at the end of the day, rather than throwing them away, I roll them up and I put them in an empty water bottle. Oh my goodness. And then at the end, then I can tell these are all the days I spent on this book. Wow. How funny. No, I know. It's so weird. And then I, I have a little label maker and I put the name of the book, and then I cap the water bottle, and I put it in the closet. Oh, <laughs> so you probably have is, tons then because of all I your books. <laughs> and it, I mean, it really looks like I've got some mental issues when you open this and look at it. But 
for me, it's almost like this is like a memory of these days that I spent. I love that. I need to see a picture sometime. You know what? I need to put them all out and like post it on Instagram. Yes, show please. People how insane I am. Please tag me when you do. I will. <laughs> if you were not a writer, what do you think you would be doing? Any ideas? I loved acting for a long time and I really uh, loved stand-up comedy. Mm. I think I might have tried my hand at that if I had been braver in my younger days. If not, I have no idea. Uh, I might have tried to like start a business mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, as your kids get older, you you kind of kind of want something for yourself. So right. I, I probably would have done something like that. These are all such brave choices. I feel like you're very adventurous. In my later years, I have been. <laughs> Not so much in my 20s and early 30s, but uh, I, by the time I hit 40, I was really ready to go. I noticed you also write under Sophie Oak. Yes. How do you differentiate what each book is going to be? Sophie Oak was actually my original pen name. I wrote for a small press right at the beginning of the Fifty Shades kind of up, even before Fifty Shades came out. Mm-hmm. I wrote for a small press and it was very niche. They liked, in particular, Menage books. Okay. Because of the contract I'd signed, I could not write under that name in anything else. Oh. And so when I wanted to write stuff that was not Menage and did not fit that, I really needed another pen name. So hence the Lexi Blake Sophie Oak. The only reason I... St- when I got those books back out of contract, I brought them in because they'd been published before. I kept the Sophie Oak name on it. That makes sense. But they're really in the Lexi universe now because I oh. rewrote them to bring them in. I'm the crazy writer who mashes everything up. I watched way too much sci-fi and read way too <laughs> many comic books. So I mash everything up. And so my Masters Merchandise characters now appear where it's warranted in that Texas Sirens or Bliss World. Do you have just like crazy huge notebooks or Scrivener or how do you keep it all straight? I want to say at this point, we, we um, actually split the Bibles. My assistant. <laughs> the <keeps> Bibles. It, <laughs> yes, because my uh, assistant is also my prime editor nice. on, on my indie work. Mm-hmm. So she keeps a Bible that has everything from how much time has passed in the course of the series to... All the secondary characters, I think at last count, it was like 600 pages long for oh one series. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's very detailed notes. So, I, so, and I still screw up <laughs> all the time. That's amazing, though, that you've 600 pages. Yeah, my urban fantasy series that I write only has seven books, and it's got 400 pages worth of notes. That's impressive. Yeah, and I d- just don't be impressed with me. Be impressed with her. <laughs> She's the one who I'm the one who scratches my head and goes, well, didn't he die? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's do a fast five. I'll ask you questions, and you answer off the top of your head. Okay. Go-to meal to cook or order out. Lasagna. What are you wearing on your feet right now? Sneakers. Last movie you loved? Oh, gosh. What did I see? The, oh, the last movie I loved was Hellboy, believe it or not. Ah, yeah. The David Harbour one. I saw that last Saturday night. It was really good. Okay. Typical Sunday morning. I wake up, my husband goes and gets bagels, and I usually watch some of the news shows. Favorite book boyfriend? Oh, Bryce Sander from Sarah J. Moss's Court of Thorn and Roses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. I have a 
girlfriend that I fight over uh, him. <laughs> it's, it's so good. I tell everybody how much I love that series. I love that one too. I'm bummed I didn't see you at Book Bonanza. Oh, yeah. It was so huge. Yes. <laughs> it was really big. Will we see you at any other signings this year? This year, I, my last one is Readers on the River in Louisville, Kentucky. Nice. And then we start up again next year in March. Where will you be in March? Um, I'll be at Book Lovers Con in Nashville and then at Polycon in uh, D.C. Do you love traveling? I love traveling. I've done too much of it this year. Yeah, me too. I need to slow down a little bit. I kind of binged this year. I did the same, and it's weird because I've heard a lot of authors say that, but it gets hard to say no. <laughs> it does. It does. And you want to go and see these places. And in a lot of cases, you think, oh my gosh, I've never been there before. I'm going to go and I'll just do a little touring and you never leave the hotel. Do you find that you get work done on signings? Do you get any writing done? No. No, me neither. I always say that I'm going to and it never happens. Yeah. It's too hard to miss out on seeing everybody. Yeah. I meant to ask, would you consider yourself a fast writer? Yes. I'm pretty fast. On a typical year, I'll probably put out six books. Oh, my goodness. That's so, amazing. Like, one of them will be a novella, but I also write 100,000-word-plus books. Wow. What's a typical length of a novella for you? Oh, like, my friends will be rolling their eyes when I use the word novella, because my novellas are, like, 70K. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I can't. I, I literally Girl. can't. I can't say hello in less than 10,000 words. <laughs> I, I'm in the middle of writing my, uh, I write one urban fantasy a year because it's like my heart, my heart series. Um, I'm at 80,000 words and I have not left the first day. Really? Yeah, there's something wrong with me. That makes me so curious. Of, of, of what happens in this day. <laughs> yeah, that is a long it's a day. Lot. It's a long day. <laughs> Do you write every day or do you take time off? I need to take more time off. Mm -hmm. I typically write at least six days a week, most of the time seven. But I, you know, everybody gets burned out and you can only keep up that schedule for so long. And I think I am coming to the end of being able to keep that up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What do you do to celebrate when you finish a book? I don't. Typically, I start no. the next book. That's a, you know, <laughs> After 70 plus, it's like, oh, no big. Well, but... And, and that's wrong of me. And that's one of the reasons why I'm, you know, I'm feeling that kind of edge of that burnout is that I don't mm -hmm. take time to celebrate. And I don't take time to feel the accomplishment. I always feel like I need to, to keep moving forward. And that's, I think a lot of authors have that problem. Yeah. We need to, we need to take time and take care of ourselves and, and, and mm -hmm. to enjoy what it is we do because it's a remarkable thing that we get to make a living doing this it is amazing isn't it what's one thing about you that none of your fans know and would be shocked to learn oh my gosh I don't know I'm pretty much an open book they might be weirded out by the water bottle thing um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, you know I think that what might surprise them is that I am one of the most I've got a lot of when I'm writing a book, I always think it's the worst thing in the world. I'm mm. too close to it. I think it's horrible. Mm -hmm. It takes months for me to go back and really look at it to say, okay, I'm really proud of that. Mm. I'm absolutely my own worst critic. 
And let me tell you, there are some on Goodreads who are really good critics. Yes. I'm worse than they are. Well, then you extra, extra, extra need to celebrate when you finish a book. I do. For peace of mind. I do. Do you read your reviews? I did in the beginning. And every now and then I'll go in and kind of look at something, especially when I've gotten some distance from a book. I've been in this for a long time. You almost can't say you're a writer until somebody has said you're the worst writer in the world. Mm-hmm. Until you've you've gotten you know basically just beaten down, annihilated. Yes, yeah. And and when you go through that and you keep writing, that's when you know you're really a writer. You can't please everyone. There's always going to be someone out there who takes offense to something you say or do, even when mm-hmm. you mean it in the absolute best way possible. Yeah. So I don't tend to. I'll read reviews for about a day when they first come out because I really want to mm-hmm. see what the review team did and what the super fans think. Yeah. After that, my husband or my assistant will go out and, and read because if, if there's something that's consistently coming up, I want to know that. Yeah. If, it's if it just, is constructive, that it, yes, it is helpful. Absolutely. But the problem is, you know as well as I do, that one bad review oh, yeah. can take up so much of your soul space in a way mm-hmm. that... 200 good reviews can't. So true. My heart pounds harder just thinking about it. Yeah, (laughs) and it really affects you. It is devastating. And and it it makes you question everything you do. Yeah. Even even though, you know, you've had 20 people who said this is the best book you've ever written. That one Mm -hmm. person is the one that gets in your brain. Well, you have been so, so interesting. I think it's time we sing a song now. Oh, dear. I know. I had in mind for you, tell me if this works, Careless Whisper. Oh, no, that works. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> wait, wait. So we're really singing? So we really sing okay, it. Because I'm really, really terrible. Oh, I love it when they're terrible. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, look, I grew up on this, so we'll see what I remember. Are we singing a cappella? Yes. Oh, dear God. I okay. know. It's perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's do the first verse and the chorus. So do we just start out with like the, uh-huh, la-da-da-da. Da, da. Is it? Time can never mend the careless whispers of a good friend to the heart and mind. Ignorance is kind. There's no comfort in the truth. Pain is so hard you'll find. I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet, I've got no rhythm, though it's easy to pretend. I know you're not a fool. Should've known better than to cheat a friend and waste the chance that I've been given. So I'm never gonna dance again the way I dance with you. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yay! Woohoo! We just need a saxophone and That's we will right. be set. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go on the road. Yes. Ah, oh, thank you, Lexi Blake. Thank you so much. It was you fun. Were so great. I wish you huge success. You as well. Celebrate the next book you finish. I promise. Okay. Have a great rest of the day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye, Willow. Thanks so much for listening. 
be sure to check out Lexi's book, Lost in You. I hope you'll be back next week. 